The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. 11 minutes after 8, thanks for tuning in. And on the Forum at 8 this morning, uh, we've invited some of the political parties uh, to help look at uh, the public protectors report that was released yesterday, State of Capture report, and uh, what their views are concerning this. Now, there are those who have called uh, the report nothing but allegations uh, falling short of actually being a report. Um, uh, Some are saying that uh, this is a very disappointing attempt at an and a, poor, uh, uh, and a report even, and that the public protector, act, uh, protector former public protector Tuli Madonsela actually rushed uh, through this particular process and hasn't done justice, uh, justice to it. Uh, also much talk about uh, prescribing uh, terms and uh, recommendations uh, for the terms of reference for the Commission of Inquiry and much, much talk about this and uh, varied responses from varied quarters. So we're going to speak to the political parties, but we also want to speak to you. Tell us what your view is uh, about this particular report. Oh, 891 The lines are open. And uh, some of you have asked... Uh, for us to just summarize. Unfortunately, you know, it's a 355-page report, uh, so you're going to have to stay tuned, listen, and I'm sure uh, much of it uh, will be unpacked as we move along. The African National Congress indicating uh, that uh, they will uh, be having a press conference this morning uh, to talk about their views on this particular report, so they won't be joining us for the discussion, uh, but we are joined uh, by the Democratic Alliance, their national spokesperson, Rifilo Encheche, uh, with us this morning. Thank Thanks for your time. Thanks, Akina. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. You sound very good, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, let me continue uh, introducing our guest, Floyd Chibamu, uh, the EFF's Deputy President. Thanks for your time this morning. Well, thanks uh, for having us, uh, Sakina, and good morning to listeners of SAFM. And the other party joining us at the moment is uh, the Congress of the People, spokesperson Dennis Bloom speaking to us this morning. Thank you so much for your time as well. Uh, good morning, Sakina, and good morning uh, to uh, the other the comrades there um, that is sitting with you. Thank you. So let me start with uh, the DA. Uh, Rifilwe, your reaction to this particular report, is the DA satisfied that uh, the public protector uh, did what uh, she was expected to do given uh, the complaint that was laid by Musi Maimane on the 18th of March? No, look, we're quite happy with the report, but we're further going to have a press conference as well this after, this at 11 o'clock to outline what our action steps are going to be now that we've received the report. But we are not adverse to the report. We're actually quite satisfied with the contents of it. The EFF, uh, Floyd, are you happy with it? Yeah, no, we are happy with the report of the public protector and the we think that she did uh, exceptionally very well. And even the whole attempt of finalizing the report before uh, advocate Madonzela could leave office as a PP, we think that was an, an, an excellent way of handling the issue because she possessed the memory to could know what uh, can be done and what are the issues that had to be contained in the report itself. So we welcome the report and uh, we think that there are so many things that arise there because there's been a web of lies that relate to what she has discovered and what we've been asking some of the people who are mentioned in the report in Parliament. I mean, we asked Brian Mulefe when he came to Parliament whether he has ever met the Guptas. He denied, he, he denied 
Zwane denied to have ever met the Guptas. Van Royen denied. Jacob Zuma denied. Basically everyone else. So there's a web of lies that surround the whole a, a situation of the Gupta criminal syndicate and how they relate to certain politicians in the ANC. So now at least there's a basis upon which we're going to work on to then take action further at parliament level in terms of uh, what has to, to happen when people stand up in parliament to lie. I mean, like, like Lynn Brown, for instance, like we, I, I in parliament specifically cautioned her that I want to ask her a question, and if you lie to us here, you are violating the law. And then she, she lied publicly in parliament that she has never had any relations with the Guptas, and she only met them in the 90s and all those other things, there, which, is, which is like a very sad reality about South Africa's uh, political developments now that Jacob Zuma has handed over our country to a criminal syndicate of the Guptas who are running affairs in a manner in which only seek to enrich them and they are, they are close their family members. And uh, South Africa has to unite now to reject such kind of levels of, uh, of degeneration where people are undermining even the, the minor freedoms politically that were gained uh, through a very difficult process of uh, fighting uh, for, for many years. People were killed, many people were exiled, uh, people were buried in shallow graves, people were beheaded for this freedom to come about, and Jacob Zuma just undermines it in that way, uh, take it to, to hand over to his friends who run affairs of the state and, and do as they wish uh, in the manner in which uh, has been uh, unraveled. But there, there are there's still so many things that are going to come out uh, out of this particular process. And, and why happy Sakina that as the EFF consistently we have been pointing to the fact that we are being run by a criminal syndicate and many people have been denying that particular reality, but now everything else that we have said has been confirmed, including the issue of Mbalula being told by the Guptas that is going to be a minister of sports. It's confirmed now, but when we said it, he denied it in public. And, and, and virtually everything, when, when, when Zwane was appointed, we released a statement to say that here is a Gupta appointment. When Van Royen was appointed, our reaction was that this is a Gupta appointment. And virtually everything, when the whole issue of nuclear deal was taken to ESCOM, we said that they're taking it to a Gupta-controlled environment. And the, the report of the public protector has confirmed that, that the... Uh, the board of ESCOM was not properly appointed. The CEO literally accounts in Saxonweld. He literally stays there. I'm sure he's got his own bedroom there in Saxonweld <laughs> in the Gupta family house because that is where that is how we've got, come to be, and we have we have to take action immediately and so that we can reclaim South Africa and and give it proper direction that is legitimate and accountable to all South Africans. Mr. Shibambu, uh, you state uh, you're quite complimentary about the fact that uh, the former public protector, uh, Tuli Madonsela, actually managed to complete this report. Uh, there is another school of thought uh, that contends that she was hasty. Perhaps uh, she should have left it uh, for the incumbent now, advocate Mkwebane, to actually continue and finish this uh, so that, you know, there, there could be more conclusive um, findings in this particular regard, uh, instead of uh, contending that there are worrisome findings as opposed to uh, finding things for certain. What do you make of that? Now, look, there are two things, Sakina, which uh, Advocate Badonsela said when she did the interview with uh, Jacob Zuma. The transcripts of the interviews 
between her and Jacob Zuma point to two things. That one, the Executive Ethics Members Act compels her to finalize that kind of reports within 30 days. And even if the 30 days is surpassed, there must be a way of expeditiously uh, dealing with such kind of, of complaints uh, without uh, un- unnecessary delays. But two, also, she says to Michael Harley in the interviews, we kept on inter- interjecting here uh, that I have the institutional memory about this case as the current public protector. Any other person, and she didn't even know by that time who is going to be the public protector, any other person who then comes into this picture will not have the institutional memory, will possibly lose track in terms of giving clear uh, observations and findings on what uh, has uh, got to happen. So it, so it was the most legitimate thing of advocate uh, Tulima Donsela to expedite the report and finish it within the period within which she has finished it because any other person was going to stumble upon it and then possibly make lots of mistakes. And if this report had not come out, Lots of things were just going to continue happening as they, as, 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 as they were happening. Like, uh, ultimately, the Guptas were going to take charge of the National Treasury to continue with the corruption which they, they openly speak about. They say to Mkabisi Jonas that, look, we want to increase our looting to 8 billion rands, and then we'll give you 600 million. They say to Des Van Royen that we want to uh, back our debts through municipal infrastructure, meaning that. They want to start giving state uh, credit and debts and, and, and then and utilize the, the, the facilities and, and, and infrastructure owned by municipalities to back that up. Like, basically, they want to take the country, like, literally take it on everything else. And if that report had not been released, the actions that we're going to take now as, as, as parliament, as the people of South Africa, were never going to be taken. It meant that the criminal syndicate was continued to run was going to continue running the, our country in, in a manner that they've been doing uh, thus far. And it must come to an end. We cannot sacrifice uh, the South Africa's democracy in the manner in which Jacob Zuma has done for his family enrichment, for his own enrichment, uh, and, and for the corruption that has been happening. And, 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 and lastly, it's, it's the ANC must find a way of dealing with these issues because he kept on telling them lies. When he changed in Tantanene, he said he was deploying him to BRICS. Tantanene is not deployed to BRICS. He was removed because the Gupta said that he must be removed and replaced with a puppet. I mean, here's a person, Desmond Royan, who claims to be Mkontoesi, a person who claims to have fought for democracy, agrees to be a puppet of corruption, to go into our national treasury and steal money on behalf of a corrupt family. That is what we're faced with in South Africa, of people looting our resources in a manner in which has been happening. And that, the of course, hasn't has been to, proven to, in to any way as yet. And, and, and see what, 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 what we have to do moving forward. You're listening to the Forum at 8, and this morning uh, we are talking about the Public Protectors Report that was released uh, late yesterday afternoon, uh, the report uh, into a so-called state capture. And we're speaking to political parties, the Democratic Alliance, the EFF, and the COPE at the moment. Uh, we'll also be joined later on by uh, the UDM's uh, General Bantu Alomisa. And, of course, we invited the African National Congress as well, and uh, they have declined at this time, stating that they will be having their own press conference later 
later on. And uh, some of you taking a dim view on that, but it is, of course, their right. And in uh, the interest of fairness and, 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 and balance, we will afford uh, opportunity to respond uh, to any person uh, being mentioned or implicated here today to respond to what is being said. Uh, with that said, uh, Dennis Bloom from COPE, uh, what is COPE's reaction to this report? Uh, thank you very much, Sakina. No, uh, we are very happy uh, that this report is now public. Um, you know, Heike Mesto, Temba Masek, and uh, uh, Deputy Minister of Finance have indicated uh, because everybody uh, in, in, in the ANC and uh, the, the Gupta puppet, uh, uh, Zuma and Gupta puppet, were making jokes of these people and saying they were lying. Here's the report. The report is it's saying what they... Nobody have challenged Zuma or the Gupta. They have never challenged the allegations of, of, of these uh, 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 people. But they contend that they were not afforded the opportunity to do so. No, no. Uh, since, since, since March, the, 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 the uh, uh, public protector... At Metuli Madonzela was 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 talking to the president. He is he is just delaying. He's using the delaying tactic even in court. And when he was he was put in a corner, he was oh, yesterday his application. You know, I'm not surprised that the ANC have declined because they are the protectors. You know, we are we are pointing a finger at at Zoom, but we the, the entire ANC must must take responsibility for what is happening with this woman. You know, uh, uh, Sakina, and I'm always saying it, since 2007, 2007, there at the Pulu conference, he told these people to, to elect this man, Zuma, into, for a president. This country will go down. Check where we are now. Since 2006, this man stayed in court up until today. Yesterday was, was his day in in, in, in 2006, 10 years, how can you have a president that he is, he is a disaster to this country. He's putting every, everybody, the economy is collapsed because of this man. Now the ANC is protecting this man left, right, and center. See this 101 veterans and what? We told them if they're there in Pulukwa, already there, that don't take this man. Now they are coming up. We want to see what they going to do now they must not just talk and talk they must take action and 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 clean the ANC if the ANC can still be clean because it is very clear to this report that Zuma is captured by the group and and they know they know where they must know uh, uh, everybody must must know in the in the in the several drama post must know about about this capturing how can how can Nene be removed and he, as a deputy president, does not know anything, Kweda does not know anything, but uh, the Guptas know. Mm. There's no such a thing. They know. Uh, uh, and that's why they're saying, we want to thank uh, 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 the public protector, Netuli Madonzele, for this report. We are very happy that the truth is coming up. Well, we know the truth that Zoom is captured by 
the good guy. So, so, so I appreciate that you say that the truth is coming up because if we speak of it in terms of, you know, uh, any sort of finality, it then suggests that uh, these allegations have already been uh, proven and tested, whereas uh, the public protector actually in her remedial ac- uh, action recommends that President Zuma appoints a commission of inquiry within 30 days um, uh, to look into this further. Uh, what's your take on that sort of um, yeah, we, uh, positioning of we, it? Yes, we Lord? are very happy that, uh, that, uh, that the public protector has said that Chief Justice uh, must appoint a judge uh, for, for this inquiry uh, so that the further truth cannot... You know, uh, Sabina, people want to, to come up with technicalities in this thing. This thing was about state capture. State capture is proven, yeah. What technicality is that? Yes, we agree with that uh, 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 commission of inquiry, judicial commission of inquiry. But the fact of the matter is, it is clear that this man is captured by the Guptas. There's Brian Munife. Brian Munife went to parliament there and, and, and have a long sermon there. I was never captured by the Guptas. I'm my own man. Nobody can capture me. Here's the report saying that he is phoning left, right, and center. He is, is, is all the time on the phone with, with, with the Buddha. Everybody and knows what is happening now in the country. Well, I've heard some concern raised about that as well, uh, Rifilwe, uh, the fact that uh, people's records were obtained. Some people are not happy about that. But then it's within the prerogative of the public protector to do an investigation and to be able to do it thoroughly. They should have had access to those records. I mean, for them to have even, for her to have even struggled to get those records, I mean, that is in itself a violation of her role and an undermining, actually, of her role. A Floyd, I can even oh, sorry, you not that done. Said, look at even Brian Lefebvre's, um Encounters with the with the Guptas. I mean, from 22 August 2015 to 24 March, 44 times he had he had interactions with the Guptas, which he denied in Parliament. So if if we never had the records or made sure that these records were accessed, we wouldn't have a report as detailed as we have today. And of so course, we cannot keep lying and say and denying the fact that. When we said as the DA that the the state is under capture by Zuma, who in turn is captured by the Guptas, please can this be investigated further? We already knew, but obviously we needed to follow the necessary processes by going to the public protector to say, please investigate this because we can see it very clearly what is happening in our country. This morning we're talking about the state capture report released yesterday uh, and, of course, uh, your views, your reaction to all of this, along with the political parties joining us this morning, the uh, Democratic Alliance, represented uh, this morning by uh, Ms. Rifilwe Nseche, also uh, Floyd Chibambu from the Economic Freedom Fighters and the Congress of the People's Representative, Mr. Dennis Bloom. And uh, just uh, running through a few of your messages very quickly, uh, Sidiko Rakolote says, a report based on new paper art 
articles remains gossip. Uh, Gabriel Tiakamela says uh, it's just that, pure gossip. These can't be facts. Tsepo Mutsumi concurs and he says uh, this, this is not a report but just untested rumors in order to assist the DA and its violent arm, the EFF, to discredit our government. And then David Ntunzi in Mabatu says there were people who said the same thing about the Nkandla report and it wouldn't be surprising that those very people still have doubts about Tulima Doncella's work despite having been proven wrong. Uh, Pops in Kronstadt says, let us be sincere about the truth here. Is this report investigated by the public projector or by PricewaterhouseCoopers? John in Durban says, it begs the question, what was the Gupta plane carrying that landed at Waterkloof Air Force Base? And this one says, Sakina, let us clarify. Advocate Tulima Doncella has compiled a report of the findings of an investigation. She interviewed several people. This is not a judgment. And I think we've touched on those points, uh, but of course, uh, still welcoming your views there uh, via Twitter or SMS. And also, you can call in on 0891-104-208. But before I go to the lines, just want to touch quickly on uh, the issue of constitutionality. Uh, speaking to Mzwanele um, Mani earlier, uh, spoke about that particular point, and uh, f- he feels that the constitutionality of the recommendation uh, regarding uh, the institution of a commission of inquiry uh, is not valid. What's your take on that, Floyd? No, look, the, the public protector can take any appropriate remedial action as is provided by the Constitution, by Section 182 of the Constitution. So there's nothing unconstitutional which the public protector is doing. And, and you must remember that she's faced with a unique situation that the Executive Members Act, the Executive Members Ethics Act, in most instances says that when the investigation is completed, a report must be submitted to the president. In this case, a president is the one who is the subject of investigation. So the lawmakers never anticipated a situation where you'll have a corrupt, zombified president like Jacob Zuma, who just is involved from one scandal to another. So, so, so she, she has to present a report to him. Uh, she has to ask him to appoint a, a judge who ultimately is going to investigate him fundamentally. So it's, it's one of the things that are presented. And, and, and the, the drafters of the law, the drafters of the Constitution, they didn't anticipate a situation where a president will be involved in massive scandals and which will require a commission of inquiry. So a recommendation that the Chief Justice should be the one that recommends a judge for appointment is to then deal with those issues because law by its very nature gets to develop and mutate as time progresses to respond to certain certain circumstances in a way, in a way that is rational. And, and there is no irrationality in the, the remedial actions of the public protector. Everything else that she says should happen is the most appropriate way because there are still so many things that are going to be uncovered with regards to the capture of the Guptas. There are still the tenders in the free state, their control of, uh, of East Mahashule, their control now in the northwest of uh, Supra Mahomapilo. He has been going to Dubai to meet them several times. The accounts which they've opened from, for other ministers in cabinet in Dubai, there are so many things which still have to be uncovered in the whole Gupta relationship with a certain faction in the ANC. So the Judicial Commission of Inquiry is an appropriate platform where information will be given and all these people are, 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 are exposed. We have to, 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 to cycle all of them 
and, and, and expose them uh, for the corruption that they've been committing for a very long time, for the corrupt network which they've been sustaining for their own narrow benefits. So there's nothing unconstitutional. And, and, and I don't know why people listen to Jimmy Mani. Jimmy Mani is a zombie of the Guptas. Like, he's a fool. Like, a, 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 a fool par excellence. It, it, you like know, he, the SABC like, values contend that even, I don't understand why we should listen to it can be made news. I mean, how do you a plurality make news out of Jimmy Mani? Of views. Uh, that's the view of the SABC. We listen to a plurality of views because for all you know, Floyd, people might think the same of you. Uh, but uh, that's not what we are on about right now. We are talking about uh, the implications of that report that was released yesterday. And look, and, and, look, and, and look, still look, on, on, on the matter... Uh, 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 no, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm asking, I'm asking quickly. Still on the matter of the constitutionality of this report, um, would you concur that it does prejudice the president in some way when he is constrained from actually fulfilling um, his obligation in terms of his prerogative to appoint that commission and also those who will be involved with it? Um, do you feel right? Yeah, but how can the president be the one to appoint in this particular regard when he is implicated by this particular report? If you even take back the issue of Nkandla, where the the president basically did not even observe the recommendations made by the public protector, we ended up having to go to the constitutional court to prove that the president was wrong in this regard. The same circumstances prevail here. So he's implicated in this report. How objective will be his appointment? Because obviously he's got to watch his own back in this regard. So it has to have in the suggestion that Mohen Mohen, Justice Mohen, appoints that person makes absolute sense because then we know that the person is objective to this report and will do justice to this invest in this um, investigation. Well, we're going on to uh, take a few calls and we're going to come back to the panel. 891 I see Zizi Kodwa from the African National Congress is on the line. Zizi, good morning. Morning, SK. Morning to you and your listeners. Just to make uh, some few uh, preliminary remarks and comments about, although you are aware the ANC would make a, a comprehensive response later. Firstly, that one of the fundamental foundations of our democra- uh, constitutional democracy is the, the will of the people is entrusted to the elected leadership. And it's important to always appreciate that uh, the will of the people is entrusted to that leadership with trust and confidence. Uh, it is to that extent that the leadership of the ANC and the ANC as a whole, uh, we took these allegations of serious capture, uh, of, 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 of state capture. It's good in the report of the public protector. It's noted that only the African National Congress uh, saw worthiness to, to investigate these reports and allegations. But I think there may be legal issues about a report, exactly the point you are making about taking some, usurping the powers that are to the President of the Republic, regardless of the perception uh, of what we think about the President, and take to somewhere those uh, issues. And I'm sure legally there could be issues that can be debated and be advanced in, in the process of, of a judicial review. But what is important is that as a country, all of us, these allegations, the intersection, what we must learn, the intersection between business and political leadership would always have unscrupulous relations where you think that uh, because the business leadership or business people, they can only be in a relationship with elected leadership for nothing else, very narrow, not for charity, but to make and to profit more. And I think it's important to understand that relationship, but the report as it stands 
One was hoping that it could be more conclusive. There are a lot of uh, things that the report remains inconclusive. It repeats the allegations that have been made in public. But however, I don't think we should undermine the, some of the comments and observations that are made. Uh, some of the issues can only be understood in the further investigation that is being suggested by the report. And then I just want to ask you at this point, as the African National Congress, uh, of, uh, given that you tried to institute an investigation here, but uh, I think it was said at the time that people were not forthcoming with information. Now that you have quite a bit more information at your disposal, does the ANC have the appetite to actually go and investigate this matter once more? I, I think we don't want to, to have a parallel process. I think the fact that majority of people would have opted to use state institutions uh, when we had our own internal investigation, which we welcomed. There was nothing wrong with it. And I think we must give due respect and the regard to the suggested process. If they already people have gone to the state institution, and I think this allows that, it is upon which we must support, and then at the end of that process, probably, it will give us evidence, because what we have always been saying is that we hope we don't, the report will not come with some anecdotes of who said what to who, like a gossip to be more factual, because the allegations are quite serious. And if they remain untested, they, uh, they are very dangerous to our democratic architecture. And therefore, we must give any means necessary to any suggestion that the, the veracity of the allegations must be investigated. If in the case of ESCOM, for example, and, and, and what has been uncovered there, is that not extensive enough uh, to uh, warrant some sort of action from the African National Congress? I'm sure at an appropriate time when the ANC speaks, uh, taking to totality, uh, not only ESCOM about what then do you do with the seriousness to which the proximity, the political proximity of the leadership and uh, whether you're talking about ministers to some of the state institutions and whether some individuals, because I don't think we must institutionalize individuals. If there's a person at ESCOM who's alleged in terms of political proximity, it does not mean the entire utility. It's quite a big utility. And how do you deal with those allegations? I'm sure it's an issue the African National Congress and its government will have to deal with it. Well, Zizi Godwa, you are welcome to stay on that line uh, as uh, uh, someone speaking for the African National Congress, uh, but of course uh, your option to take or turn down. ZD is in KZN. Good morning. Morning to you, Sakina, and your guests and everyone else. Um, I just want to say that you know what? The only way to resolve uh, all these uh, accusations and and whether it's accusations or whether it's not, to prevent them from occurring on a continuous continuous basis. Why should we not employ people, uh, retired judges or retired prosecutors, and make them sit as observers in Parliament? You know, uh, and uh, as independent. So they're not affiliated to any of those uh, politicians because any one of them can do the same thing from time to time. You can put another group of people, they will do the same thing from time to time. And make sure that the independent judges and prosecutors of colors, you know, of the rainbow color, not just, not just judges that will suit certain political parties. You know, and, and, and you know what, people are crying out, uh, you know, uh, Mrs. Zuma did this, Mrs. Zuma. Mrs. Zuma is intelligent, I'll tell you why. He's building houses everywhere in KZN, and he's going to give all those houses to, the, uh, to ANC members. And you know what, they're all going to vote for him because they're all going to be his cardholders, and they're all going to be his beneficiaries, right? And they're all going to love him from until death do he part. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, ZD and KZN. Mbuso in Durban, good morning. Mbuso? Okay, Mbuso's still trying to find himself there. Let's go to Colin. Uh, good morning, Colin. 
Yes. Good morning. Hi, I'm, I'm Colin Craver. I'm the spokesperson for Minister Brown. I, uh, I just wanted to correct a, um, a view that was expressed by Floyd Sawyer, Ms. Vambu, earlier, that on the minister life. I think that's incorrect, and it's a purposefully is putting something, some inaccurate information in the public space, which I think has to be corrected. Number one, the minister has said in Parliament, she, um, she has, and even in her, but speed. She has medical personal days when she was in the province, in the provincial parliament of the Western Cape. And and um, and that was in the normal course. And I think it's, it's a lie because what he's doing now is saying as if the minister was led parliament on purpose. And I think it's something that I think he must correct. Because he was, I'm sure he was in parliament Okay, uh, Mr. Kreivagen, hold that line. Uh, Floyd Chibambu, uh, uh, Colin Kreivagen, spokesperson for Minister Lynn Brown, saying uh, that uh, you are incorrect about the minister having lied about this particular matter. I, I, I'm not incorrect, and uh, actually we are writing a letter to the speaker today and to the public protector to complain about Lynn Brown because I stood up in Parliament and asked her, have you ever met with the Gupta families? Have you ever been engaged with the Gupta uh, businesses and interests and everything else there? And then she said, no, the last time I interacted with them was when I was an MEC in the Western Cape and, also, and so on and so forth. Right? And, then, and, then, and then now the report reveals that she has got some sense of relationship with the Guptas. It's a, it's a, it's a matter of reality. It's a fact. If, if I'm saying it now in, outside Parliament where I'm not protected, if she's thinks that I'm saying something wrong, she can sue me, and, but I'm going to raise it in Parliament again to say that you have lied in Parliament when we, we even cautioned you before, I, before you even answered the question that please take consideration that lying here in Parliament is a violation of the Executive Members Ethics Act. And, and she went ahead to lie. It's, it's a reality of the matter that defines the politicians of the ANC, uh, particularly those that have been captured by the Guptas and are being controlled uh, for their own interest. So it's, it's, a, it's a bigger problem that we are, we are facing. And we're going to expose many other realities uh, of what has been happening because we basically asked all the ministers and deputy ministers whether they've had some relationship with the Guptas or, uh, in some way or another. And majority of them have denied, if not all, and, and now the information is coming out. The Commission of Inquiry is going to expose many other people that they've had some sense of relationship. And almost all of them have been paying 420,000 rand to appear on the SABC morning uh, live show. How, how do you pay 420,000 to appear on a public broadcasting platform? Like, and, and that is what I've been using a tax money is for. And who is the recipient of that money? Is the Gupta families. Okay. Uh, and that is what, is what is happening. And all of them, every minister you see in SABC Morning Live on that uh, corrupt breakfast show presented by another Gupta presenter uh, in the SABC, it's, 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 it's paid for. 420,000. And sometimes they appear both minister and deputy minister, each paying 420,000. And ESCOM taking money for them uh, to 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 put a small advert there uh, in the background of the presentation, and then they're given to the Gupta family again. And that is why the public protector says that even the SABC's contracts with the Guptas 
have to be looked into because there's far much bigger a problem than you can ever imagine. Okay. Sakina, and, Colin? Reject the corruption that has been happening. L- l- let me get Colin to respond to that. Colin? I think uh, as far as with, um, Mr. Lombard is concerned, I know he's a member of the opposition. I don't want to engage members of, of parliament about their, their rights, but it's often nice when you're a member of the opposition to make sweeping statements without facts. That's a, it's a known fact throughout the world in, in democracies. And we are democracy. is entitled to them. What, what, what Minister Brown would be doing, this is our official response, is Minister Brown is at this point studying that report. And he will respond in due course and hopefully with, within, the next, within the next 24 hours. All right. So all That's fine. Let's wait for the report. Concerning Minister Brown, he will respond. So I appeal to the, to the Honorable Member please to be patient and just exercise yeah, I want to. All right, uh, Floyd, hold it there. We need to go to a break. Tommy says, hopefully, Minister Brown's uh, spokesperson, is, uh, spokesperson is not responding to Floyd off the cuff while he just say that that was an official position and that they will be releasing uh, their report on this. Okay, moving swiftly along. Salim in Durban, good morning. morning. Good morning, Sakina. I think, you know, these are all allegations. They're untested. There's a move to, to demonize. President Zuma to, 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 to you know, demonize the ANC, simply bring the country into disrepute and cause disruption. All right. Thanks so much, uh, Salim. Uh, Menzi in Port Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Look, my, my comment is simple. Uh, I, I, I went through the report and I want to comment on com findings. You know, it's so, it, it's so worrying what the, 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 the government of the ANC uh, how is treating our people and the level of corruption? Because very recently and even now, we have the issue of uh, a fees must fall, where the ANC government is saying the free education is not possible. But we find out that in four months' time, more than a billion rand a transaction was given to to to, to this together company. And again, the very same company got something like 910 million rand to buy 42% of the remaining shares of OCCH. Now you find the government of the ANC saying that uh, a free education is not possible. I think some people need to wake up now and actually realize that the ANC does not have their own interest. Because even the same code, code that they are buying, the, the EFF is actually advocating for nationalization of mines. Then they will be saving a lot of money as well. So it's clear that the government of the ANC does not have the interest of black people, in particular the issue of students of free education. That's what I want to comment on, that the ANC is being exposed for, for, for who they really are. All right. Thank you so much there, Menzi. Um, uh, Dennis Bloom, uh, Salim, saying that, you know, uh, this is all just an exercise in trying to demonize uh, the ANC and taking South Africa down by opposition parties. Uh, uh, to Salim, Sakina, this president of uh, him is staying in court for 10 years. Is that to demonize this uh, uh, president? For 10 years, for 10 years. As long as has never stayed in court for one day. Uh, uh, Mandela, not for one day. Now, we can, we, we have nothing, we don't hate Zuma. Why must we hate him? 
but we are worried about the country, the whole country. But let me respond also to Lynn Brown's spokesperson. Uh, he must not come on radio to come and, and clarify things. There's the, the Judicial Commission of Inquiry he, uh, will be there. They must go there and clarify because the name is out. He must not come and attack uh, uh, EFF uh, and say, no, they are talking nonsense and what. Go there and, and, and report. But we are saying the truth has come out that Zuma is captured by these people, by this Gupta. And we as the Congress of the people will, will make everything, uh, do everything in our power. He must go to jail, Zuma and the Gupta. We, 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 we don't want them to leave the country. They must go to CMEX. Zuma and, and the Gupta must, it must do time uh, in prison. That's all, right. all that we as the Congress of the people want to see. All right. And uh, the DA, what would you like to see? Do you feel well? So, Kina, you know, I want to respond to Salim and say to him, you know, ANC's response to Nkata was a, case, was a case in point of how they generally respond to these issues. And then if you look at the Fees Must Fall movement, when the president comes out and says this is democracy at play, when we are losing institutions of higher learning, it cannot be democracy at play. Then you take these issues about um, Pravin Gordon charges, which we know are frivolous and have now been thrown out of the court. The second thing I want to say is look at the fact we've tabled motion of no confidence so many times. And ANC is one party. They are united together by skeletons and they will continue to vote for, the, for Zuma because they are all corrupt together. And then you look at one thing that we've been saying is, if Sean Abrams is serious about doing his job as the NP, in, within the NPA, we have got the report that says the 783 charges against Zuma for corruption are valid. When is he going to charge President Zuma? Okay. And then we're saying as a last platform, it doesn't matter who tables a motion of no confidence against President Zuma. The Democratic Alliance will support that motion because we have tabled it so many times. But once again, at 11 o'clock, our leader, Musi Mani, will be outlining our, our steps going forward in terms of how we, report, we react to this report, whether it's parliamentary okay. processes or, arbit- or, or legal processes. And I've got a two, an SMS here from uh, the Premier uh, uh, Supra Mahuma Pelo, who says, Sakina, I challenge Floyd to produce evidence that I've been going to Dubai on several occasions to meet with the Guptas. Please, that's from Premier Supra Mahuma Pelo. Floyd, uh, very briefly. No, look, uh, the Commission of Inquiry is coming. Supra Mahuma Pelo. Isma Khashule and all these other beneficiaries of the Gupta corruption are going to be exposed. So it's a good challenge, and I take it. We're going to expose him and the, the corrupt activities that is involved in around the Gupta families. But I think now we have to unite as all South Africans beyond party lines to say that we have to risk our counter from a criminal syndicate. It's beyond any doubt that South Africa is being run by a criminal syndicate that is doing so for its own narrow benefits. So South Africa must unite at least on this one to say that we have to uncapture our country and let the political parties contest in terms of the ideologies and what they stand for and not that we, are get, we get duped in the manner in which the Guptas have got to uh, zombify a section of the ANC and currently running the state for their own narrow benefits. Right. Let's unite South Africa to take our country back from 
a corrupt family. We're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much to our guests this morning, Floyd Chibambu, Rifilu Ntseche and uh, Dennis Bloom. And also to uh, those who took up the challenge to respond, uh, giving them an opportunity to actually rebut some of the claims that were made. Uh, Lynn Brown spokesperson, uh, Colin Kreivachen, as well as uh, Premier Supramahuma Pilo. It's just after nine. And thanks so much for your participation. Uh, Nomsam Luli standing by with the latest news.